0: A KQED television production.
1: Of like sort of old fisherman's wharf. it reminds me of old San Francisco and that's a little like Jean Valjean with the tint um, or whatever.
2: And worth the calories, the cholesterol, and mm-hmm. the heart attack you it's might have. It's like
1: an adventure, you know? It's probably, <laughs> you're kind of putting it on your miner's
2: helmet. It reminds me
0: of oatmeal with a, with a touch
2: of wet dog.
1: I did. inhale. I did. always <laughs>
2: tell people when they say sommelier, sommelier, you say it sommelier, so sommelier.
3: Check, Please! Bay Area is made possible
0: by the members of KQED and by wineluxury.com. From laptop to cell phone, Wine Luxury provides a fresh perspective into new Epicurean experiences. Wine and Dine magazine features personalities and connects people with local restaurants and wineries. Learn about wines featured on Check, Please! Bay Area and Wine Luxury's events and membership program. WineLuxury.com, celebrating the wine lifestyle. IRG has thousands of natural stone surfaces, all in stock today. IRG, online at marblecompany.com. Bay Area Subaru dealers, opportunities to test drive the all-new 2014 Subaru Forester are available to local Subaru dealers. A whole lot to love, Subaru.com. Donate your car to KQED's vehicle donation program to help raise funds for quality public media. Powered by CARS. (laughs)
2: I'm ready to go. I'm ready. <laughs> Hi, I'm Leslie Sabraco. <laughs> Welcome to Check Please Bay Area, the show where regular Bay Area residents review and talk about their favorite restaurants. Now we have three guests, and each one recommends one of their favorite spots, and the other two, you know, they go check them out to see what they think. This week, hotel sales manager Eric Markson is in the know when it comes to reservations. When he takes some R&R, he knows where to go. And for the best bookings in town, serving small plates and worldly flavors, he settles into his roadhouse spot. And Bay Area native Herman Chan is in real estate. He's proud to live at ground zero for foodies. And he doesn't feel the need to cook with a city full of restaurants. But watch out, he has an opinion on just about everything, and he doesn't hold back. But first, television producer Allison Tom might not have a big ego, but she does have a ton of information, energy, and enthusiasm for food. And with years of dining out and sampling the latest and greatest, she's become a seasoned critic. She awards four stars to her Pan American pick. On Webster in Oakland, it's called Boca Nova.
4: Bocanova means new mouth in Portuguese. To us, it means new tastes and new flavors. My name is Rick Hackett, and along with my wife, Meredith Melville, we own Bocanova. Bocanova came about because I have so many Latino cooks in the kitchen. We would gather all these recipes and we just started playing around. They were using all these ingredients that I've never experienced before. I mean, I was classically trained and it just opened up a whole world. They would bring the ideas and I would bring the technique. Two of the cooks are still working for me right now, Angel and uh, Mateo. The menu at uh, Bocanova is very unique in the sense that it's all a la carte. The idea is to have family-style dining and people are sharing. Uh, Some of my fondest memories are sharing food with a group of 6 to 12 people.
5: I'm John Jackson, I'm the executive chef at Bocanova. We get fresh, whole ingredients in every day, and we make everything from scratch. Tortillas, to the chili sauces, to the pepper sauce, to the crudo. We take Latin American cuisine, we
4: make it really elegant. Another person important to Bocanova is Paul Conte, the pastry chef. And he's still making the chocolate bread pudding he developed at Market Bar. I want guests to experience a very comfortable, casual place to have uh, food with friends.
2: Cheers! All right, Allison, Bocanova, what is it about this place, the sort of Pan-American depth of, of flavor mm-hmm. that, that draws you back every time?
6: Everything about it. I mean, consistency is all across the board the many times that I've been there. The restaurant is just vivacious with color, people, ambiance. Everything about it's great. You have indoor, outdoor, great comfortable bar seating, and the food is spectacular. One of the top things that I love to get is, I don't know if you guys had it, but it's basically the quinoa salad with duck confit. Um, it also comes paired with some really nice fruits, like persimmons, which was kind of a nice surprise, and it's so delicious. And they also have pomegranates in it. Um, the sweet potato au gratin is a must that you have to have, served nice and hot, goes really well with all the other dishes. Hang on one second, because I see many shaking his
2: head. I see Herman. So, quinoa salad.
7: Um, I didn't have that. What I ordered was a ceviche, but what came to me was an avocado dip. It was really overpowering, and it was delicious, mind you, as a dip, Mm -hmm. um, but but as a ceviche, not so much. Um, But I love the colors. It was very colorful with little cherries, and and the green was amazing. And um, I had the mussels, and I have to say that was my favorite dish because everything was in equilibrium. I mean, the the, the mussels were really fresh. I could taste the freshness of the tomatoes, and the garlic was just like right out of – they were just plucked. It was just amazing, Mm -hmm. and the saffrita was just made to perfection. melted together perfectly.
6: Their eggs, yes. I don't know if you guys
7: I have I did have that. the deviled eggs. Yes. really yes, good, right? Yes. The Dungeness crab, um eggs were, were wonderful. Um the, my only complaint was that it was just slivers of crab. I wish it was kind of more
3: molded or pulled uh, into the, uh, the doubled egg. But other than that, it was great. Yeah, no, yeah. it was really nice, but I wanted to see a big chunk of... Uh, we're Dungeon's Crab happy yeah. here. So here. Yeah, it was a misnomer. <laughs> it <laughs> was, <laughs> like, there was, there was a misnomer. It was like, they
7: were all splinters. <laughs> I was <laughs> so like, where is I It, think I it? Think that, was, that gives
6: you more room to have some of the other amazing dishes that come later. So that's a Nice save, We went on a
3: Sunday. There's a farmer's market. Jacqueline and Square was bustling. Sitting on it's got the best seat in the area was uh, going by. You, you look I had over a, the
1: water, I had a Cuban sandwich. Mm-hmm.
3: I loved the little Latin influence on the Cuban mm-hmm. sandwich. was, was spectacular. The food came quick. And, and let's talk so a
2: little bit about that Cuban sandwich. So you kicked off with the Cuban sandwich.
3: You homemade pickles will make yeah. me happy. <laughs> <laughs> homemade pickles. I, I saw the you. homemade pickles <laughs> right. and I went for the homemade pickles. And then there's homemade pickles <laughs> right. in the sandwich. Right. So you were like talking my language there. So it was really nice. Right. Roasted pork, uh, a nice high quality ham. Uh, uh, very well grilled, perfectly grilled. I had a great time. I
7: will agree that it's a great space. It's very lofty, tall ceilings, big columns, indoor-outdoor space is great. It's a great place to entertain and socialize, but I mean, when I got there, we were the, one of the first people there, so it was kind of quiet, but later mm-hmm. on, it got really loud, so I wouldn't really recommend it for like a one-on-one date. Actually,
6: mm-hmm. at nighttime or any time, it's great to go up the bar because you can just go right on up there, they have some of the most comfortable bar seats, and you can really stay there and entertain, and, and also, the bartenders are really fun and interactive. So. Mm-hmm. Let's talk drinks. (laughs) Uh,
3: Well, well, brunch and a Bloody Mary was well-served, not too fancy. I don't like it when that fancy three stalks of celery come to the table. I need a nice little breakfast. Bloody Mary, perfect.
6: You can get champagne there. You can get all different kinds of wines, or you can have a cocktail, and they'll make just the right drink for you. That's
7: a wonderful point because I don't drink, so I really appreciate when a menu has an actual, Mm -hmm. like, uh, part of the menu that, that mm-hmm. specifies non-alcoholic Not drinks. I had the ginger mint, it was refreshing, mm-hmm. it was light, it was perfect, they gave me free refills, and um, the waiter was very, very accommodating, too, so I really mm-hmm. appreciate that. So and I also
6: think what's nice, too, is as I've gotten to be much more eating out so much more often, is that I love food when it's really served hot. And mm-hmm. all of their dishes are served really, really top-notch quality, right out of the oven, straight to your well, table. the open
3: kitchen there. The open kitchen The open, is open kitchen just yes. makes that warm feeling when you yeah. walk in. So the open kitchen, and I saw my entree come right from <laughs> from there to me, so I was happy to see.
6: And, Allison, now we can get to dessert. Yay! <laughs> thank you. <I've> been <laughs> <that>. okay, <so laughs> as I know, I think that, by far, the best dessert is served here, and that's the warm croissant chocolate bread pudding with dark chocolate Mexican ice cream. It is so divine, and the first time I ever had it, my friends and I ordered it just to give it a try. We're like, we're full, but we'll have one, and when we got one, we're like, we'll take two more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were, that's so how women good. do it. Guys. <laughs> but you get the buttery flavor immediately on this piping hot dish that's served at the table, and they do it exactly like you said, Eric, straight from the kitchen right to your table. Yeah. It's so delicious, and it melts in your mouth, and you crave it. Um, dessert I,
7: for you? Well, How I much? did have dessert there. I had the cornmeal pudding, and again, maybe this is a theme in the restaurant, but I thought there was a misnomer. But this time, it was forgiven because it was so delicious. So what I ordered was a pudding, but what came to me was almost like a very small square polenta, and it was topped with this warm ice cream. And so the cornmeal, it's kind of granular in my, in my mouth, was a great juxtaposition to the, the soft ice cream, and it was the perfect size, too, because we were totally stuffed afterwards.
6: All right, this is your spot. Give us yes. a quick summary. I think it's a fantastic place to go. Consistency is all across the board. Excellent food, great desserts, obviously, and it's really good for groups or individuals all All once. right,
7: and Herman? Food is fairly decent for the most part, but what's better is the ambiance and the
3: place to socialize and entertain. All right, and Eric? Bocanova hit on all notes. It was really uh, wonderful. Uh, we enjoyed the, the cuisine. We liked the Latin flair. The space was wonderful. Sailboats going by all, all, all winter.
2: All right, if you would like to try Bocanova, it's on Webster at Embarcadero on Jack London Square in Oakland. The telephone number is 510-444-1233. It's open for lunch and dinner every day. Reservations are recommended, and the average tab per person without drinks is around $50. might be tucked away in Sonoma's wine country, but its menu visits far-flung places with flavors from around the world. There are small plates to share and, of course, local wine, all at the roadside eatery Willie's Wine Bar.
5: When we look for a spot for a new restaurant, we can feel whether or not the place has the bones and has that sort of spirit that's going to make the restaurant pop, and this place has got a lot of spirit. As my wife says, Willie's Wine Bar is in the middle of everywhere, yet it's in the middle of nowhere, which uh, tends to work for us. When we decided to do the small plates concept, tapas, it was fairly new to Santa Rosa. A lot of people thought it was gonna be a topless wine bar, which would have done well. We've been doing the small plates thing for 10 years, and uh, we don't just encourage sharing, we demand it. Even though we're very eclectic here, we try to ground every dish in a very solid technique as far as cooking goes, but we're able to infuse those dishes with some really great flavors. So the wine list at Willie's Wine Bar, it's in the name, it's gotta be great, and it is great. We try to stay about 80% local wine here, over 30 whites and 30 reds offered by the two ounce taste, five ounce pour or bottle. The other great assets of uh, Willie's Wine Bar is the outdoor dining. There are about 80 seats out there. Overlooks the vineyards, the rolling hills, and there's no place like it. Sipping on some sparkling wine, eating some local food, and enjoying your company.
2: Willie's Wine Bar, I mean, this is a wine bar. Wine is I'm a wine station.
5: guy. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I'm a
3: wine guy. Give it I'm to I've been a me. wine guy a long time. And I'm kind of spoiled being a wine guy. I've been in the wine industry a long time. I've been in the hospitality industry a long time. I, I'm jaded. I, I want things a certain way, and when I go out to dinner, I look at the appetizers at a restaurant, and I order all the appetizers and go home. And I like pairing the glasses. I don't need to have two glasses of this or one glass of that. I like to have a taste of this and a taste of mm-hmm. that. They do the tasting menu there. Local favorites. And they favorites? can do
2: it by, you know, two-ounce pours, five-ounce exactly. Exactly. Flights, you can flights. get bottles, you can do... And
3: then great. the food, who thinks of that stuff? I mean, that's just a really innovative cuisine, high quality uh, ingredients, very well balanced, lots of different things. It's a nice place to stop off if you're just going for the Toppa mac and style. cheese. Tapas sort of you know, yeah. well, I yeah. think
7: tapas is the wrong word for it. Yeah. I mean, I thought tapas was smaller. The plates were actually yeah, they're bigger. They're yeah. a good they're size really a plate. Really really a so I was there. very, very yeah.
3: surprised.
0: Yeah.
7: But I do want to say one thing. It is a wine bar primarily, but I don't drink. So my focus is not blinded so much about the wine, it's more about the food. Right. Um, one thing I had for example was the Brussels sprouts I was just you can really mess up Brussels sprouts right, it seems right. simple but you ha- the key is to eat each bite with all the ingredients there right. was the apple there was the goat cheese and the sauce you have to eat it all in the same bite the bitterness and the sweet and the and the textures it was just delicious delicious. I, mean, I actually
6: thought it was a little too much. I'm mm. not a huge um, combination, you know, fan with all mm. these different foods and then they had blue cheese in that dish yes. and I thought it was just a little overbearing. Mm-hmm. Um, too many different things, And the apple, I just was like, where did this come from? So I thought it was a little bit too much. So yeah. what else did you have? My absolute favorite. I loved the meat there. The meat was fantastic. Oh, yeah. So yeah. the two mm-hmm. dishes that I loved, the mushu bacon crepe, which was fantastic. I usually like bacon that's really crispy, but this one was super um, just soft and moist and really tasty. And I think there was like a hoisin sauce on it. Right, really right. good.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, they do a pork belly uh, pot.
6: Pork sticker. belly, was, yes, uh, that was the, good, with
3: too.
7: With that just, you're like, wow. I'm a Gaijin, so I wouldn't know my pasta. <laughs> yeah, right. I went down no, my pasta stickers, right? But um, I was I was fairly impressed. Yeah, and they had the perfect little Asian um, um spinach on top, um, sprinkled with some shiitake mushrooms. It right. was just
3: lovely. All the different flavors. Right. But I
6: think that was sort of my criticism was that there were too many flavors that didn't necessarily blend that well mm-hmm. together. I think that it was nice to have each dish brought to you in their small plates, good right. portions, mm-hmm. um, but it was just too much food and too many different flavors. I think for my I, liking. I will
7: agree with you on one point. For the main entree, I had the. Um, the brick chicken and visually, it was the most interesting dish. It was sort of served on two skewers that's flanked on uh, by, by two sauces—a white yogurt and a hot sauce—over a bed of fried onions and lettuce. But like visually, it was a, it was Smorgasbord. But when I when I bit into the chicken, it, it wasn't savory. It just seemed kind of bland, and I, and I kind of see why they were serving with all this other stuff. Right, sometimes almost will kind of right. It was, of, right, it, was yeah. it was to kind of I don't know. It seemed very mm-hmm. like a multi personality, like schizophrenic yeah. almost in some
3: <laughs> ways. So yeah, it's, you yeah.
2: know. Yeah. Is there a dish that they that that people should really look for? I mean, again, they have an extensive menu. The meat got dishes,
3: the, uh, the filet mignon slider mm-hmm. is a home run every time. The uh, grilled, crusty filet mignon, like a little burger, but it's got filet mignon right. in it. So <laughs> it's not a burger anymore. Okay, <laughs> fine. Uh, the lamb chops, the Moroccan-style lamb chops. Those are great. That, they have that mm. spicing there. It's not overpowering. That's one of yeah. the dishes where the spicing kind of really helps the dish. The lamb is beautifully pink in the... Su- yeah. And are
2: you a flight guy? Do you take no, it by no, the five no, outs? Some um, uh,
3: oaky, buttery Chardonnay's <laughs> where there's a sliver coming out the lip of my mouth <laughs> from the barrel aging. And I aged. thought we were
2: friends, Eric. Uh, yeah, I really I know. did.
3: So generally, so, so uh, if the wine is overpowering the food, I'm usually happy. Uh, so <laughs> so, uh, having all uh, those complex flavors and having that great wine list, it's just for me. Uh, I'm a kid in a candy store.
6: And desserts. No? Oh, desserts <laughs> were good. I know, my favorite part to talk about. Desserts were good, and I have to say that they did have... Um, we had. Th- three different kinds. One was like a lemon um, cake that they have, like a pound cake. It was really refreshing, and I'm normally not so into the lemon or fruity-type desserts. And they also did have a bread pudding mixed with fruit, bananas specifically, and it actually was really good.
3: With the chocolate chunk and the 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 banana, just a nice uh, layer of flavors, and then you bit into it and it had a different flavor.
7: I had the um, butterscotch um, creme brulee, and that was huge. We couldn't even finish it, Um, but the good thing is that it was really light. It wasn't heavy it literally just kind of slid down our throats, and it was just really nice. And it paired really well with the um, apple crepe. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Sweet apple with the kind of doughy, thin yeah. the, um, flour dough. It was just so, so yummy. So and yummy. the nice thing
2: is it's wine country, and, you know, you can sit outside on the patio yes. and enjoy the, the ambiance inside or outside.
7: The outside is definitely the better space to sit in if you're going to go absolutely outside.
2: All right, Eric, this is your restaurant. Wrap it up for us
3: local favorite, and when people come who haven't been there before, it becomes their favorite. Uh, Fine wines, fine ingredients, uh, comfort food gone cool.
2: (laughs) All right, and Herman?
7: Even though it's a wine bar, I mean, you can still have a great time there. There's plenty of selection, so thumbs up.
6: All right, and Allison? Eclectic, such a wide um, choice of different things you can get on the menu, but if you go, absolutely go for the meat, go for the bacon. The mushy bacon crepes were fantastic.
2: All right. If you would like to try Willie's Wine Bar, it's on Old Redwood Highway in Santa Rosa. The telephone number is 707-526-3096. It's open for lunch and dinner Tuesday through Saturday with dinner only Sunday and Monday. Reservations are recommended, and the average tab per person without drinks is around $30. When I say one of my favorite places for wine is Washington State, I often get a quizzical look. Isn't it rainy? Though there are classic wineries located outside of Seattle in a town called Woodinville, most of the grapes come from across the rugged Cascade mountain range in the Columbia Valley. These mountains block the wet weather to the west and create almost desert-like conditions in eastern Washington. Not to say it's desert hot. There are warm days though, over 300 sunny ones per year, to ripen the fruit, but cool nights zip in freshness and bright acidity, creating a unique signature for Washington wines. Riesling is a star in the state, ranking at the top of my list for domestic versions. Crisp and generally dry to off-dry, they're delicious examples of the variety. Sunny, zesty Sauvignon Blancs shine, too. Smooth, supple Merlot and Merlot-based blends are my dream Washington Reds, but muscular, spicy Syrah is gaining ground, especially in coveted corners such as Walla Walla Valley. With over 750 wineries, there's a reason Washington is the number two state in production of high-quality wine in the U.S. Cheers. <music> Herman knows chic, and you can't get any chicer than his truly elegant landmark location. Set beneath a magnificent stained glass dome overlooking Union Square, it's perfect for sipping some bubbles before, during, or after shopping. On Stockton and Geary in San Francisco, it's the Rotunda of Neiman Marcus.
1: When you're dining at the Rotunda Neiman Marcus, we're not just serving food, but we're creating an experience. We want you to know that you're dining here and not just anywhere else in San Francisco. So we really emphasize those little touches, the little details. My name's Andrew Generalau. I'm the general manager of the Rotunda Neiman Marcus in San Francisco. The history of Neiman Marcus dates back to 1909. You'll notice with the stained glass dome that there's a Latin inscription that says, it floats but does not sink. And that's really about the rich history of the merchandise being brought over on boats when this building was the city of Paris department store. We are known as the place for ladies who do lunch, so you don't really have a lot of heavy, rich steaks. It's more of the light fish, and so that they can just have a nice, easy, light lunch and be on their way. Um, and to wash it back, of course, with a glass of champagne. Typically you find a lot of like moms and daughters, you know, they do the princess tea. We do it in the very classic English style. It's definitely a people watching spot. You can come in and really see what's the latest in fashion and what's fashion forward and it's just really exciting.
2: So how did you discover this?
7: The Rotunda. Well, I grew up in San Francisco, but you know, how could you not know about the Rotunda? It's an institution. It's right there on Union Square. You can have this wonderful meal, tea time, and lunch overlooking this amazing vista over Union Square under this stained glass dome. Yeah, it's just gorgeous. I bring all my clients there all the time, and I shop up a storm there. And, you know.
2: Well, so often people think it's a very ma- you know a ladies who lunch kind of place. So it you're can saying be. you can, but you know, bring bring business clients oh, there. Oh, you, you can I mean, bring
7: anyone there. So don't be put off by this opulent Neiman Marcus vibe. I mean, there is something for everyone, and the food there is amazing because you know what they say, Leslie?
2: What do they say, honey?
7: They say, typically, the better the view, the worse the food. But that is not the case <laughs> here.
2: Oh, he's, he's throwing it down, man. Now, Eric, come on. I see. Is well, that true? Well,
3: mm-hmm. the view was great. That beautiful rotunda with the Christmas tree oh, and yeah, right. the holiday right. season is spectacular. Mm-hmm. Our service was slow. Mm-hmm. Our service was shoddy. For those prices, I was expecting great food. I got very good food. Mm-hmm. But it was tainted by by uh, kind of a busy afternoon in we kind of landed at the wrong time and, and mm-hmm. unfortunately uh, didn't get the service that would make it. But people around us were having a blast, having a great time.
6: I have to say, our service was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, our server, she knew everything about the food, the history, that this was a City of Paris mm-hmm. department mm-hmm. store years ago. Yes. She would tell us that there's like, you know, all these different pieces of the stained glass that was in the ceiling, and she was great at doing recommendations. So we felt like that really added so much more value mm-hmm. to yeah, the meal yeah, because, and the dining yeah. experience. I'm
7: going to Marcus in customer service is what they do. So you an off day. I did go on a Tuesday that's at what eleven. We did twice too, as bad. It, you yeah. know, yeah. it would be yeah.
3: normally. It, it, we've all had service where yes. we wish they would have had better experience. But when you're in that situation, you expect it to be over the top that's and true. you expect right. to that's know true. about the the history of the place. And my mother is on a on a walker, so it was challenging to get to the table, and yeah. we didn't have anyone yes. assist right. us to do that. And so the, the little things that we thought would be like normal just that didn't. You expect sure. for a high yeah. end sure. experience yeah. like this just didn't happen, and so that kind of tainted it for us as far as I go. But food was 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 spot on, and uh, there was a fair amount of champagne flowing in that restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a fair amount <laughs> of champagne. To that, right yeah, there. Exactly. to that. Yeah, well, you can get your,
2: your tea with just regular mm. tea, then you can get tea with sparkling wine from California, then yeah.
6: you can get tea with the last <laughs> price for yeah. champagne. real exactly. champagne. So oh, well, let's talk food. Uh, the popovers, okay. what well, I heard about them. We went there. They were fantastic. They served it with some butter flavored okay. butter, too. Strawberries. It was yeah. delicious. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. And the popovers are a
3: nice touch. Did you get the little a cup of chicken broth. With oh, yeah, the was, mm-hmm. so that, it was, that, was yeah, fantastic. This. So, now,
2: do you, did you go for lunch, or did you go for tea?
3: Uh, we did Sunday lunch, Sunday okay. brunch. I had the flank steak sandwich, which was done perfectly. Medium-rare, grilled onions, grilled peppers. was a beautiful sandwich. My mother had the uh, wild mushroom ravioli with the shiitake uh, sauce with uh, snow peas. Oh, that was... Uh, she She loved that, so that was a beautiful dish. Uh, and um, what did you have besides had,
6: the pop I did both, so I actually had the tea, which was nice, oh. and was very well presented, but Mm -hmm. what was really good was the portobello barbecue mushroom sandwich, which who knew? That was something that was on the menu. They had these horseradish pickles that were so delicious. That would have been a good one to Mm. It was fantastic. What do you get when you normally (gasps) go? Well,
7: aside from the chicken consomme and the popovers, which is a carb I cannot say no to, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I got uh, the tuna poke. And I always get that because it's served in a very nice cylindrical shape above a, a bed of uh, Hawaiian green seaweed, mm-hmm. and it's sprinkled with black and uh, white sesame seeds. So it just adds that little crunch oh, on top of the little diced uh, red tuna, which is great. Mm-hmm. But as for my entree, I had a special that day, so you may not be able to get this, but I had the halibut oh. w- served with white asparagus in a white butter sauce. and I was a little afraid it was going to be overpowering, but it was drizzled just enough to make everything pop and blend and meld all the flavors together. and. The The halibut was so flaky, it just melted
6: off my my lips. I just wanted to have more and more (laughs) and more. Hang on, let me get your napkin today. Hang on. (laughs) One of the favorites we had, I have to plug two of them that were so great. It was really fun. One was bundino. It was like this caramel butterscotch bundino that I think the chef actually put in some of his own ingredients. Mm. Uh, You just could not get to the bottom fast enough. It was so good. And the other thing that was so nice is that they have a beautiful silver box with four of the chocolate chip, you know, Marcus cookies, really delicious with a little espresso, so nice flavors, and the recipe is displayed right up at the top. So it was just such a fun, extra, special kind of occasion that you felt like you were dining there. I
2: mean, is this a special occasion you know, sort of? No, I think that's
7: what people perceive it to be because of the brand of the the department store. But honestly, it's something you can just go in there and kick your shoes. Well, not let her kick your shoes off. But (laughs) you can buy another pair. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And just get some tea and relax and have some um, coffee and and just meet some friends there or bring a business partner to talk business. I mean, I think it's just um, very egalitarian, actually.
2: All right, Herman, this is your spot. Give us a quick summary.
7: Right. Spectacular views, astounding food, impeccable service, very elegant dining, and it is classic San Francisco.
2: All right, and Eric, I'm willing
3: to give it another chance. It's a it's a location that's in my heart. I grew up in San Francisco, and and uh, I'll give it another chance.
6: All right, Allison, and I'd say an elegant dining experience, very special, definitely a place to go. It's a special occasion, and you'll love it. All right, if you would like to try
2: the Rotunda of Neiman Marcus, it's on Stockton at Geary in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-249-2720. It's open every day for lunch or afternoon tea. Reservations are accepted, and the average tab for lunch or tea is around $30. Well, I have to thank my lively guests on this week's show. Allison and Tom, who introduced us to the bold Pan-American flavors of Bocanova on Jack London Square in Oakland, and Eric Markson's Roadhouse Willie's Wine Bar with culinary, continent-hopping small plates and local wines. And lastly, Herman Chan, who took us to Chic New Heights, the fourth floor of Neiman Marcus, for lunch or tea at the Rotunda. Don't forget that you can visit our website at kqed.org slash check, please, to find out information on each and every restaurant in all eight seasons of the series. You can add your comments on this or any of the episodes, and we want to know what you think about the places featured. It's where you can watch every episode, too. You'll also find information on all of the wines we're drinking today, including this Flying Goat Cellars Pinot Noir and Bubbly from the Santa Maria Valley of California. So don't forget to join us next time when three new guests will recommend their favorite spots right here on Check, Please! Bay Area. I'm Leslie Sbrocco, and I'll see you then. Cheers, y'all. Cheers. Thank you very much. Thank you.
3: This show is available in high definition, on demand, and via podcast. For additional information on the restaurants featured, to comment, or to apply to be on the show, go to our website at kqed.org slash check, please. Check, Please! Bay Area is made
0: possible by the members of KQED, and by WineLuxury.com. From laptop to cell phone, Wine Luxury provides a fresh perspective into new Epicurean experiences. Wine and Dine magazine features personalities and connects people with local restaurants and wineries. Learn about wines featured on Check, Please! Bay Area and Wine Luxury's events and membership program. WineLuxury.com celebrating the wine lifestyle. IRG has thousands of natural stone surfaces, all in stock today. IRG, online at marblecompany.com. Bay Area Subaru dealers, opportunities to test drive the all-new 2014 Subaru Forester are available to local Subaru dealers. A whole lot to love, Subaru.com. Donate your car to KQED's vehicle donation program to help raise funds for quality public media. Powered by cars. television production.